Good morning, good morning, all of God's chosen and divine ones. Welcome to Find Joy in Your Journey with Michelle. For those who this is your first time, welcome. For those who've been rocking with me for a little while, welcome back to another episode. Um, the Lord has been brought me to Luke 13 this morning. And I've been praying and asking God to show me what he wants me to bring to you this morning. And the enemy has really been trying to keep me from getting on here um, with a few things with my health and just coughing and couldn't actually catch my breath for a minute there but you know what Satan I rebuke you in the name of Jesus you got to get in the back seat and get underneath my feet you cannot dwell here you have to flee you cannot take my voice because the Lord thy God gave it to me and I'm going to use it to glorify his name in Jesus name alright so let's dig on into the word So, Luke 13, if y'all want to get your Bibles out and get your journals and get that blue ink pen to take your notes with. All right, so, Luke 13. There, we're present at that season. Some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Now this is Jesus talking. It's in red. <clears throat> Excuse me. For those who don't have their Bibles. Supposing that these Galileans were sinners above all Galileans because they suffered such things I tell you nay but expect ye repent ye shall all likewise perish or those eighteen upon whom the tower in Salem fell and slay them think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem I tell you nay but expect ye repent ye shall all likewise perish he spake also this parable a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none then said he unto the dresser of the of his vineyard Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree, and find none. Cut it down, why cumbereth it the ground? And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also, till I shall dig about it and dung it. And if it bear fruit, well, and if not, then after that, thou shalt cut it down. Glory be to God. 
So that is so powerful. If the tree does not bear fruit, cut it down. So Pilate may have killed Galileans because he thought they were rebelling against Rome. Those killed by the Tower of Siloam may have been working for the Romans on an adequate there. Excuse me. I couldn't. Um, not sure what that word means, but I would definitely be looking that up. The Pharisees for the Romans, excuse me, the Pharisees who were opposed to using force to deal with Rome would have said Galileans deserve to die for rebellion. The Zealots, a group of anti-Roman terrorists, would have said the adequate workers deserve to die for cooperating. Jesus said that neither the Galileans nor the workers should be blamed for the calamity. Instead, everyone should look to his or her own day of judgment. Glory be to God. Whether one is killed in a tragic accident or miraculously survives is not a measure of righteousness. Everyone will die. That's part of being human. But not everyone needs to stay dead. Jesus promises that those who believe in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Glory be to God. I want to be <clears throat> on that end of the receiving line. Yes, thank you, Jesus. In the Old Testament, a fruitful tree was often used as a symbol of godly living. You can also see examples of this in Psalms 1, 3 and Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. I'll repeat that for those who may be taking notes and want to write those scriptures down. Psalms 1, 3 and Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8. Jesus pointed out what would happen to the other kind of tree, the kind that took time and space and still produced nothing for the patient gardener. This one, the way he warned us, his listeners, that God would not tolerate forever their lack of productivity. You can also read about that in Luke 3, 9 that records John the Baptist's version of the same message. So have you been enjoying God's special treatment without giving anything in return? If so, respond to the gardener's patient care and begin to bear the fruit God has created you to produce. So with all the gifts that God has blessed you with, to bear fruit with that book that's in your mind, in the back of your mind, that you've been wanting to write. You've got to get to it, get busy, get in beast mode for the kingdom. Glory be to God. That business that the Lord has been telling you that you are meant to start because you 
are out here working. I feel this so strongly. You are working for someone else, building a business for them, making money for them, instead of you could be doing it for yourself. And that's not being greedy. That's just being wise to use your gifts that God gave you to bring glory to His name. Not fall behind into others' iniquity. Stand strong in your faith. Stand strong. Stand firm. If you are trying to be obedient about something to the Lord, and you've promised the Lord that you're not going to do something until it is the right time, then you stand strong on that. And don't let anyone persuade you in any kind of way to waver and turn your back on the Lord and be disobedient. Don't let others entice you to fall into sin. Glory be to God. That wasn't even in the notes, so um, that was meant for somebody this morning. Glory be to God. And God also gave me a vision while I was praying this morning that someone that is listening to the sound of my voice right now, they don't know who he is. They don't have a relationship with Jesus. Jesus is talking about repenting from your sins. And if the tree's not bearing fruit, cut it down. And if you choose not to repent and turn from your wicked ways and believe that Jesus is the Son of God and He died and rose again on the third day after being beaten and crucified And that is just lightly speaking of what he went through. If anyone has ever not seen the passion of Christ, if you want to see what Jesus went through for our sins, how he was beaten, and he asked the Lord, Father, Father, Abba, Father, is there any other way? Is there any other way to do this? Because he knew what was coming. But he was obedient to the word that the Father has given him. And he followed that word. By faith and by hearing 
the Word of God. Glory be to God. If you believe and you turn from your wicked ways or either you just may need to repent of your sins and come back. Whatever the case may be, I pray that you will accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today. Because if you don't turn from your wicked ways, the Lord told us, you will all perish and you will die. But he doesn't want us to die. He wants us to have everlasting life with him and his Father in heaven. But if you don't accept him, you don't believe what the Bible says, what his disciples said. If you don't believe and have faith, you're going to perish. And I don't want that. That really like sorry I'm almost ready to cry because I don't like to see people that don't believe in God and don't believe that he is real that the Bible is a living word I'm speaking from experience the Lord came and saved me, pulled me out of the life I was living because that's not the life that he had for me. I was going to go back into a situation that was almost took my life um, 10 years prior to that. And the Lord said, no, no, that is not what you're going to do. So he put me in a situation. I was praying for rest. And he gave it to me, all right. It wasn't the way I wanted it, but he sure gave it to me. So be careful what you pray for. Be, be um, very detailed with what you are asking in prayer. Because <laughs> the Lord has a sense of humor and he has his own way. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. He has his own way of doing things that is not our ways. Our thoughts is not his thoughts. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. So, just definitely be detailed about what you are asking the Lord to do for you. Um, so, I'm so thankful that the Lord loved me enough and I was precious enough to Him for Him to come and get me and rescue me from myself, from being my own worst enemy. And from this world, 
because he knew I was I was better than the way I was living. Not better, meaning um, that I think I'm better than anyone. Just to be in a better state of mind. Um, my mind was transformed. I was renewed by the renewing of my mind. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you for renewing and transforming my mind. Because I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I try to live obedient to what the Lord says that we're supposed to be as a Christian. And it's not even about religion. It's just, or the church at all. I mean, it is. I'm not meaning it like that. I'm just meaning like, it's your relationship with the Lord. You, what you do in private with the Lord that no one knows about. You're going to be blessed later on when the Lord's time for you to release them gifts that he's placed on the inside of you. If you'll just repent of your sins, pick up your cross and follow the Lord. Glory be to God. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for speaking through me this morning. And I really hope that this helps someone this morning. Because this definitely is the Holy Spirit because this is not what I had planned to talk to you guys about this morning. But I prayed for him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. To help me speak what he wants me to say, not what I want to do. I asked for me to get in the, in the back seat and for the Lord to take over the Holy Spirit. Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. So I want to go on and tell you guys about how Jesus healed the handicapped woman. And he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman which had a spirit of infirmity, 18 years and was bowed together and could in no wise lift up herself. And when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said unto her, Woman, thou art loosed from thy infirmity. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. And the ruler of the synagogue answered, with indignation because that Jesus had healed on the Sabbath day and said unto the people, there are six days in which men ought to work in them. Therefore come and be healed and not on the Sabbath day. The Lord then answered and said, thou hypocrite, doeth not each one of you on the Sabbath loose his ox 
or his ass from the stall and lead him away to water him. And ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham whom Satan hath bound Lo, these eighteen years be loosed from his bond on the Sabbath day. And when he said these things, all his adversaries were ashamed. And all the people rejoiced for all the glorious things that were done by him. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. So, why was healing considered work? The religious leaders saw healing as part of a doctor's profession, and practicing one's profession on the Sabbath was prohibited. The synagogue leader would not see beyond the law to Jesus, compassion and healing this handicapped woman. Jesus shamed him and the other leaders by pointing out their hypocrisy. They would unite their cattle and care for them, but they refused to rejoice when a human being was freed from Satan's bondage. Glory be to God. The Pharisees hid behind their own set of laws to avoid love's obligations. We too can use the letter of the law to rationalize away our obligation to care for others. For example, by tithing regularly and then refusing to help a needy neighbor. But people's needs are more important than laws. Take time to help others lovingly, even if doing so might compromise your public image. Glory be God. In a fallen world, disease and disability are common. Their causes are many, and often multiple inadequate nutrition, contact with a source of infection, lowered defenses, and even direct attack by Satan. Whatever the immediate cause of our illness, we can trace its original source to Satan, the author of all the evil in our world. The good news, the gospel, is that Jesus is more powerful than the, any devil or any disease. He often brings physical healing in this life. And when he returns, he will put an end to all disease and disability. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So that was all I had for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Find Joy in Your Journey. And remember, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hands. And don't be ashamed of Jesus. Don't be ashamed to stand strong in your faith and and tell someone how Jesus healed you from your infirmities. Don't be ashamed. Glory be to God. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, 
thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Have a blessed day. Till next time.